Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, November 19th, 2022. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. These words are precious. These words are encouraging. These words are well known for Christians. You might have something hanging up somewhere in your home that has these words on it. You might even uh, think of these words as something you might see in a, a motivational picture on Instagram. And just think, if you saw those words, you know, uh, that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, His mercies are new every morning. What, what do you picture the background of that post being? Something idyllic, right? Maybe, it was, especially with new every morning, maybe a beautiful sunrise on a clear day. Well, Here's the thing. These precious words coming from Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, these aren't Instagram verses. Because if they were on Instagram, uh, the proper background isn't some beautiful sunrise over some picturesque scenery. It would be smoke, fire, ruins, right? These verses are wit- written in the wake of destruction. And what I hope you get out of our reading today, you faithful Saturday listeners, is that uh, understanding that doesn't make these words less encouraging. It makes them more encouraging. Because let's look at the context. Remember, this is a book called Lamentations. This is in the middle of a lament. There are tears. There is crying. And even it is talking about the suffering that God is bringing on the, the prophet. Verse 13, he drove into my kidneys the arrows of his quiver. You don't see that on Instagram, uh, right? There's no image you want going with that. I have become the laughingstock of all peoples, the object of their taunts all day long. He has filled me with bitterness. He has sated me with wormwood. He has made my teeth grind on gravel and made me cower in ashes. My soul is bereft of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. So I say, my endurance has perished. So has my hope from the Lord. Uh, So that's the context of this. But then he gets to verse 21. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to those, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good that he bear the yoke in his youth. 
right? And maybe some of these words have a deeper meaning to you now as we've read chronologically and you've not only seen the fall of Jerusalem, but you've seen how Jeremiah has personally been abused in this process and even how he has been ignored and not listened to. This has been very hard, not just in a national sense with the destruction that has come. It has been very hard in a really personal way for Jeremiah. What I'm concerned about is we think of these verses and we we come back to these verses too many times in the context of good things as you're sitting there in the morning with your nice cup of coffee, reading your Bible and all is right in the world at the beginning of a new day. Ah, yes, his mercies are new every morning. And it's not wrong to think that in those times. But this verse is specifically written for not just bad times, but the worst of times. Even in those times where you say, it feels like God has made my teeth grind on gravel. He's still good. His mercies are still new. He's still faithful. And I will hope in him. I hope you see that from the context today, just as we we slow down today a little bit, just to read here, Lamentations 3. And I hope that being able to do that gives you some time to meditate. And I want you even to go back, go back to the worst times in your life. How, how did you see God's faithfulness there? And then I want you to look towards the future. What are you afraid of? Well, Jeremiah has probably, his worst fears have been realized. Nobody listened to me and the place that I love is now destroyed. Yet he is still saying these things. I think that should change our perspective on the future. It should help us fear less because we know no matter what happens, I know the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases and his mercies never come to an end. They will still be new every morning. He will still be faithful and I will hope in him. And even in that, we can say with Jeremiah, it's good to bear uh, the yoke and it's good in those times to wait silently for the Lord. And we see a little bit of that mindset expressed as we get to 2 Timothy, uh, another letter in the context of suffering. Uh, Because for all we can tell from the Bible, this is the last of Paul's letters. Paul is writing to his beloved Timothy, and this time, unlike what we've been studying in our church, the book of Philippians, where it seems he's very confident he will be released from prison, prison, the tone in this book is he will not be released. He is going to die. And I think you even see how precious... um, just the hope that he has is even in how he introduces himself in 2 Timothy 1.1, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus, right? He is focused on the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. But notice, even this has a context of suffering. Verse 8, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. And then it reminds him of uh, what Christ has done. But there's that idea of, hey, we're we're ready to suffer. Um, And that 
It brings that lamentations perspective. We're ready to suffer because we know who God is. We don't need to be afraid. And we've seen that in how he's called us to what he is doing, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. And we don't need to be afraid of death because Christ has appeared and he's abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And so I'm glad to suffer for the gospel because I know whom I have believed and I'm convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. And so I hope today's reading fills you with confidence that no matter what happens, you will experience the love of Christ, that you be reminded here of the background of the gospel and so that then you uh, can in whatever God has called you to do to serve him in the church, you can uh, obey what Paul says to Timothy in verses six and seven, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. What should make us more fearless than the reality that even if our worst fears come true, we'll still be able to say uh, that God is still full of steadfast love. His mercies are new every morning. They never come to an end. Great is his faithfulness. I hope these things kind of melt um, some of the clouds of sin and sadness and drive the dark of doubt away, as the old hymn says, that fear would be gone because we are trusting in this supremely loving, faithful, merciful God. We're banking on him. And I hope this just whets your appetite. We'll actually be talking more on this theme tomorrow at Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley. So I would love to see you there with us. If you can, if you're in the area, um, come join us because we'll be looking at the example of Epaphroditus and how some of these same thoughts and even a readiness to suffer are at work there. So remember, even if the background of the Instagram of your life today is destruction and and pain, you can still put over the top of that. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.